cold as a razor blade, as tight as a tourniquet, like the skin on a dying man. I don't want a piece of the world. I want the whole world. I make my own rules because it's much easier that way. Trust me. What's up, everybody? It's Marcus D'Angelo, and we're back for another episode of The Snake Pit. And, of course, you know this man I'm joined by. That is none other than the Hall of Famer himself, the master of the DDT, Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake, how you doing, my friend? I'm wonderful, man. Got a buzz going on. Let's do it. All right. Well, that's we're we're ready then. I'm. I told your daughter before we started recording. I'm I'm buzzing on coffee, so we'll see if yeah. I can keep up with you. Um, well, look. Before we uh, we get into it, I wanted to give a shout out to Hal Haney, uh, artist, wrestling artist. He created this incredible. If you're watching us on YouTube, this incredible comic book art of Jake scuffling with Muhammad Ali. Um, it's based, of course, on, uh, you know, the, what happened in mid South in 1985, which is what we're talking about today, but also it's, uh, based on an episode of the podcast that we did. So go back into our archives and have a look, but yeah, that, uh, that eight by 10 or 11 by 17 should be appearing on, uh, on Jake's gimmick tables in the future. So get yours signed, uh, sometime in the near future by the man himself. Um, and Jake, I also wanted to mention before we launch into it, uh, awesome response to you watching Wrestle Crap last week. Holy shit, the fans loved it. We've definitely got to do that one again. Okay, man. I think I might catch a buzz uh, before we do that one myself. Uh, but this week, I mentioned it. We're looking back to Mid South Wrestling in 1985, and there is a lot to discuss because we're co- we're covering both October and November from that year. Huge shift in your character, high profile matches, and one of your biggest rivalries in the, while you were in that territory. So, if you're ready, we'll we'll launch in. Uh, October gets off to a hot start in Mid South, and and uh, it's we're just midway through the month. Butch Reed will win the North American Championship from Dick Murdoch in New Orleans. After the match, all the baby faces are celebrating, and that even includes you, who just one month earlier was this vicious heel. Uh, so we're starting fast this week, Jake. Let's do our first clip. Saw Butch Reed's a new North American champion. Butch, has it feel? Well, I feel wet right now, Ross. But I'm hurting. I'm hurting. You know, Jake Murdoch's one hell of a champion. He's one hell of a professional athlete. He's just like a shark after blood out there. He was on my knee. I'm sitting there. My knee is swelling up on me now. And I know one thing about me being a North American champion. That it's only just begun. And I know that Murdoch is coming back. And when you come back, Dick, the same way you gave me the shot after shot at this thing right here, I'm going to be man enough and honor you with the shot too. And it's still going to be a fight. And I'm still going to do all I can to hold on to this belt because one thing's in my mind. Ric Flair's next. North American title, NWA title is next. I'm looking to make I'm looking to make history, brother. I'm looking to be the first black champion in in the world. Thank you. All right, Hacksaw Duggan, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, what do you think of this man the new I watched that I watched that match, Jim Ross, and it was a classic match. Because I know Dick Murdoch. I know he's a man of integrity. I know he's a tough nut to crack. 
I know Hacksaw Butch Reed also is a tough guy, and I saw one great battle. My hat's off to Butch Reed, but I just want you and Dickie Murdoch not to forget one thing. That's Hacksaw Jim Duggan, like Champagne too, along with him North American Heavyweight Championship belt. All right, Jake, your thoughts on this? What else can you say? I mean, the people seen the thing. I mean, we were back there watching and pulling. You know, we all have our favorites deep down inside. But one thing about this I can understand. It was a great contest. And any time you put two men head to head and let them go, brother, I'm going to be there to see it. And Butch, man, I know you're hurting right now, but your heart's got to feel good, brother, because that's that first step for Flair. First step for Flair, man. He's going with it. I think he's got it, baby. You got it. All right, so Jake butchered that poor bastard. You poured the champagne on his head, and it got oh, his yeah. eyes. <laughs> blinded him, man. He was blinded by the light. <laughs> he's trying to cut this baby face promo. He's like fucking rubbing his eyes. Like, oh, he's dying, man. He called him like Jake, uh, Jake Murdoch at one point. He was yeah. all fucked up, man. Um, yeah, but uh, just what a great athlete. Yes, hell of an athlete, and uh, we're going to talk about him. Before we do, though, I was really interested in that promo of yours because I think that that is your first promo as a babyface in Mid-South. Um, watching it back all these years later, uh, what did you think? I thought that was good. I thought you did a good job. I guess yeah. what really what really stuck out for me was that it's just not the same Jake that we'd been seeing no. even like a month prior. no. But uh, I mean, celebrating a, another wrestler's title victory, I don't know, it just kind of puts you in a weird spot. Yeah, it does. See, that's that's what I wanted it to be. It's feel weird. Okay, what the fuck's Jake doing there? <laughs> that was it. Jake don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's Where's what I Jake? thought. He's fucking gone, man. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to be like this lone wolf type character, and you're like, hey, all right, he won a yeah. title. Um, but uh, would you say it's difficult to switch gears so quickly from heel to babyface like this? It is. It's real hard, man. And uh, it, the biggest thing is, is you need to know where you're going. Mm -hmm. You know what you're going to be doing in the future, because if you come out there and you got a promo that you're going to be this badass, blah 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 blah, with no direction, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. You're fucked, man. You, you've got to know where you're going so you can, you know, plan that next step and let it make sense. You know, you can't just come off and just do do some silly clown shit because it doesn't matter. So now, we you always got to know where you're going. We always hear that Vince McMahon is great at planning stuff out. As you know, they say as far out as six months at times. Uh, yeah. WCW is a whole different story. It was like week yeah. to week, based on what yeah. I've heard. How was it here under Bill Watts? Oh, he knew where he was going. Okay. He'd be several months out. Okay. So at this point, you know exactly what direction you're moving in, so you're able to kind of cut this promo mm -hmm. with the knowledge of what's what's to come. Yeah. he's just hard, It's hard to get it out of him, though, you know? Oh, okay. He was playing it close to he's the best. Yeah, he's kayfaming me. I don't have to shit. <laughs> and I think by this time, you're helping him with booking a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so like, exactly. God almighty. He's still kayfaming me. Who the fuck can you trust then, Bill? I guess nobody. Uh -oh. Um, so oh I think I already know the answer to this one, Jake. Uh, when you go from heel to baby face, does the money change? Sometimes. Really? I thought you were gonna say no. Yeah. Fuck no, it didn't change. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes. Did you? Uh, do you recall if you were making more than in Mid South? Was I made more as a heel. Did you really? Yeah. 
because you were working on top and getting yeah. in with Ali and stuff like that. Yeah. I gotcha. Well, uh, you mentioned Butch Reed, what a great athlete he was. Uh, and now he's a baby face and the North American champion here. Um, pretty obvious that Watts was trying to recapture some of that old JYD magic. And uh, JR has been open on his podcast about how Watts specifically wanted to find his next big African-American star. Uh, did you see Reed as being a guy who could carry that banner for Mid-South? Uh, it pains me to say this, but no, he couldn't do it, man. Mm. You know, there was only one JYD, bro. And uh, if you'd put an honest search out there, you'd still be searching. Mm -hmm. Because there was only one, one of those. Now, do you think it was uh, something that Reed was lacking, or do you think it's just JYD's charisma was just something? His charisma was just too, too way too way over the top and too too strong. Uh, what about Reed's ring work? I know you were in there with him a lot. Better than Dog? Yes. Oh yeah. Dog just kind of had his shtick where Reed yeah. could actually go a little bit, right? Yeah. If you had been given the opportunity to book Reed, would you have preferred to see him as a babyface or a heel here in Mid-South? I love him as a heel, man. Right? Yeah. What is it about him that you think makes him a great heel? He's just so damn strong and he can back it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, he can go out there and go if he wanted to. I never saw a need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame well, and you were there when he fought Barbarian, so you're probably like, eh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Butch is I've been in a ring with Butch. <laughs> Nobody to piss with, that's for sure. No, no, he's a good guy, man. Um, well, Jake, as we roll through October, you're scheduled for a fight with Dirty Dutch Mantel, but ahead of the match, you deliver a pretty interesting promo with good old oh. JR holding the mic. Let's uh drop in on that one. Just a second. Hey, if I can get Dutch Mantel to cool his heels just for a minute, I got something I got to say, man. Thank you. What I want to ask you, Jim Ross, is to stand here because I want you to know this, man. I know Mid-South has been getting a lot of letters talking about that mask humongous is wearing. Well, I tell you something about Mid-South. Mid-South is not the one standing in the ring fighting the man. I am. I am. Now, I know that you guys are moving as fast as you can on taking the mask off because everybody knows that ain't right. Right? Okay. But you're not moving fast enough for me. <laughs> That's the problem. Now, I know you're doing everything you can. Like I said, I know the lawyers are playing the games. I know they're doing the things that Humperdinck has to do to try to hold this thing back. Okay, that's good enough for me. Fight fire with fire the ways I've always lived. I've got something for you, humongous. I've got something that's going to hurt you bad. It's going to make us even up when we step into the ring. Because I can fight any man as long as he stands in this ring and faces me and ain't got nothing to slap on his head and pound somebody's face in because I am the man <laughs> with the DDT. Nice promo, brother. That was good stuff. Oh, my God. 
Well, you've got a secret weapon, which is going to be revealed here pretty soon. And, uh, you know, Jake, after being a big, nasty, vicious, antagonistic heel, now you're in a new spot kind of fighting from underneath against Humperdinck and his crew. Yeah. Um, Strong baby face. Yeah. 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 How did you feel about being a uh, like an underdog finally here in in Mid-South? It was all right. It was fun to do, you know. Uh, Of course, the money being better would be he's always better. (laughs) <laughs> for sure but, uh, yeah yeah I had fun working with Humperdinck man Humpy was special we had we had a lot of history did a lot of crazy things when we were younger you know doing cocaine on the beach and uh, watching the sun go down I believe that was in uh, Myrtle Beach South Carolina me and him and Jimmy uh, not, not Jimmy Hart Gary Hart okay the three of us laying in the water is a is waves went out when we were there. <laughs> Hoo ha! Need I say any more? <laughs> that sounds like a, a blast, and you know, oh, you- it was. The beer was flowing. So was the powder. Good times, yeah. man. Carefree. And, uh, you know, it's actually this kind of brings me to a fan question. I was going to save it for the end, but you brought up Humperdinck. So uh, we might as well talk about it now. Uh, Our old pal Peter D wrote in and he asked this. Now, look, I've never heard about any of this before, so this will be fresh for me. Peter says it's reported that Sir Oliver Humperdinck was gay. Was it general knowledge at the time and did it cause any issues for him? So, Jake, obviously things have changed for the better in society over the years, but this was a different day and age. What do you recall about this? I don't think he was gay. Oh, no? I think he was trisexual. Okay. He'd try anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that works. That's a good answer. (laughs) Trisexual. Well, I just just want to say I don't know. And and the second thing I want to say more importantly is I I don't give a fuck. Right. What does it matter? You know. If you can't look uh, behind, beyond people's uh, outer shell, then you're not having fun anyway. You're not enjoying people. Right. I know that those, you know, back in those days, I mean, nowadays it's, I mean, who who cares? But back in those yeah. days, it, it was certainly not commonplace, especially like in locker uh, rooms and a bunch of homophobic dudes. So, yeah. yeah, that's why that's why that question stuck out. I was like, man, I, I feel like it would be rough being in Bill Watts territory as a homosexual man. Uh, he always had girls chasing him. All right. So he did OK. Yeah. We mentioned during our last episode that you were moving on to Humongous and Barb was now cl- going to be cleared up to work with Butch Reed, who he had challenged for the TV title right before the two of you split. However, after September, Nord is done with Mid-South and he would never return to the territory. Uh, Jake, do you have any, any memory of why John would leave? I think he forgot to show up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I can honestly say I don't remember. I truly don't. Nord Nord would tell you. He'd okay. tell you in a heartbeat what happened, but I just don't know. Uh, my memory is not that good. Well, I mean, I'm asking you to reach back whatever it is here, 38 yeah. years. So that's it's a it's yeah. a tall ask, but I was actually sorry just... it's not on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I'm sure you haven't been ruminating on it for 38 yeah. years. Uh, I did just get in touch with John Norton. He uh, he agreed to do a fill-in episode at some point here on the Snake Pit. So I'll have to ask him that question once we get him on here. But uh, good thing. 
but I mean, you had said you had mentioned before that he was struggling with with alcohol. So I mean, I yeah. have to I have to think that that because he was red hot here himself as a heel, and then he's just gone. Uh, there's yeah. got to be something going on there, right? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, alcohol at home. Okay. You know. Uh, well, I do think it's of note here that during your match with Mantell, Watts would accuse Roddy Piper of trying to use the DDT, but he would say that nobody could use it to the same effectiveness as you. Over the over the course of the next month, Watts is going to make reference to people in other organizations trying to steal the move on on a few occasions here. Sounds like Watts wanted that maneuver only being used on his TV, huh? Yeah. Isn't that a bitch? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never received a check for the DDT. I, not to mention, you mentioned before that those shirts uh, that you produced, yeah. uh, he wound up taking them over. Yeah. Well, yeah. well we took that away from us. Picture money took that away. Well, uh, we are we're taking it back over on our box of gimmick shop right now, Jake. We've got that original cruel but fair design up right now <sighs> on box of gimmicks. So uh, you're going to be able to make some money on it now again here, 38 years later. So, uh, Jake, when you first heard of other wrestlers using the move that you invented, uh, how did you feel about it? I thought it was great. You know, uh, <coughs> I just. Uh, Hate it when they don't do it right. Mm. Okay. You know, watch some film, guys. Figure it out. It's not that hard. So but, uh, there's only one or two people that do it right. So, like on paper, I you know I, I was putting myself in your shoes when I was doing this research, and I was like, if somebody, if I had invented a move, and then I turn on TV and I see somebody in another organization using it, I would be fucking pissed because it's like, hey, this guy, oh, yeah. is this guy going to get credit for my move? You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, I've known those feelings for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like at peace with it now, where it's like, hey, whatever. Oh yeah, man, I'm good. So good. So good. <laughs> you are feeling good. Uh, does Does anybody in particular stand out as the first person you saw steal the move, though? No, I can't remember. I know that you know Arn Anderson would be the, I, one of the first to use it as a finish after you. I want I want to say Adrian Adonis maybe started using it here and there. He used the original DDT before uh, before I did in the WWF. Okay, I got you. He, he was using it as his finisher. And when I came in, that was one of the deals that, hey, get him off my fucking finisher as mine. And I don't recall him ever doing it again after 86. Nope. Nope. He was good with it. Okay, NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down just $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant win. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action, guys. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our code SNAKEPIT. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SNAKEPIT. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. 
In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Well, uh, speaking of uh, stealing maneuvers, we're going to talk about that here in a second. Dutch Mantel is a name we mentioned on the show a while back, and uh, you said that you felt maybe there was a little professional jealousy on his end. Um, Jake, as it turns out, uh, whenever we talked about him on the show, he actually heard about the statement and responded to it on his podcast, saying that, uh, you know, if you're not the world champion, you should never be satisfied, and that's kind of where he was at. Um, And he did also put you over and say what a great worker worker you are, so I thought that that was really nice of him. Well, it is nice um, uh, he also mentioned a couple of things I'll ask you to address here. First, he says he needs to ask you this, but he thinks that he had your first match in wrestling. Uh, was your first match with Dutch? No. Okay, <laughs> who was it with? No. Billy Ash. Billy Ash. All right, there's there's one from the history books, folks. We'll have to look up Billy Ash. Uh, was that in Mid-South? Because I know you yeah. started out there, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, he also says that he invented the short arm clothesline and you began using it after a match with him, but he had no issue with you using it because you did it so well. Any truth to that? Uh, I don't remember. I don't recall. I have a feeling that you invented it because I, I recall seeing you do that very early on in your career. Yeah, I did. So I don't know. Uh, Dutch is viewed as a great creative mind in wrestling. He's done a ton of booking in uh, both the States and Puerto Rico over the years. Did you always see Dutch as a guy who had a great mind for the business? Yeah. Yeah, he had a good mind for the business, man. He can book. Did uh, he ever wind up booking you at any point? No. No. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, Jake, we're on to November, and uh, we start the month with your secret weapon being revealed in a match against El Corsario. Let's have a look at that. In the blue corner, at 251 pounds from Atlanta, Georgia, the man with a DDT, Jake the Snake Roberts. Look at that, Bill, as El Cusario, but look at Jake the Snake. Uh-oh. He the Uh-oh. All right. Jake the Snake. This could be some serious trouble for the forces of Hubbardink. El Cusario, a martial arts expert. However, he has lost his leader as the Midnight Rider and Hacksaw Duggan got rid of Skandar Akbar and his army. And of course, El Casario, who doesn't speak a word of English, has been at a complete disadvantage without that leadership. He tries three straight chops to the face of Jake the Snake with no effect. Jake the Snake may have just got the weapon needed to counter Lord Humongous and to even things up. You know, I was talking to him the other day, and I said, if the man gets up from one of those DDTs, you may have to drop him a couple more times. But you know you got a hole that can put him down. Stick with it. 
And now Jake the Snake, terrific. Great idea, fight fire with fire. Now that's what I like about professional wrestling. They don't cry to somebody to protect them. They say, just open the door. If this guy can do it, so can I. And I love that. I think that's the way it ought to be. That's what makes this the most exciting sport in the world today. That's why it has the greatest and most loyal fans, despite what anything says about it, against this sport, upside down, sideways. They want to see their wrestlers because they enjoy it. And when you have personalities, oh, he went for the DDT, but El Casario quickly dropped it, slid out of the ring. He knew that if Jake the Snake hooked it up, that the next thing he's going to be looking at was those lights. And when you're looking up those lights, you're getting beat. Listen to this crowd, DDT. DDT, they want it. The crowd is up, another overflow crowd here at the Irish McNeil Boys Club. And remember, coming up next, we got Ric Flair against one half of the Mid-South Tag Titles holders, Al Perez, in what should be a fantastic match. Oh, El Casario, the people love it. Quickly, Jake, the snake was kind of gloating in the glory of being protected in the face because Humongous has just about made his head hamburger and Casario attacked another part of the body. But the Casario went for the goal, so to speak, and one move and missed. And Jake knows he's hurt. Harry's hooked it up. Oh, and he just hi. dropped him. He dropped him. And listen to this crowd. They love it. Crowd's on their feet, and El Casario's on his back as Jake the Snake once again gains a victory with his tremendous hold that no one can apply like he. <laughs> All right, Jake. Oh, go, Jake, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sign my panties. <laughs> Did you ever have okay. to sign? Did you ever have to sign panties or a bra or anything weird like that? Oh, of Lord. Oh, Lord. Hopefully clean. Mm. No comment on that one. No, I'll leave that alone. I don't. I don't blame you. Um, when I got through with it. <laughs> uh, Jake, you're fighting fire with fire. You revealed a <clears throat> hockey mask of your own, uh, and you even the odds with Humongous. Looking back, what did you think of that creative man? I thought it was weak. <laughs> See, I I went to Bill and asked him that the secret be being a snake. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, he told me real quick that, how do you say it? Uh, God damn, Jake. This ain't no fucking circus we're running here. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking? Just thought it was really cool. <laughs> you know? And I mean, like here in the in inside of a year, you're doing that on the doing the exact thing. <laughs> it's getting over huge. Yeah, uh, I'm off, I'm often wondered what he fucking thought whenever he fucking seen me out there doing that shit, man. He had to have been miserable. He had to have lost his fucking mind. Like, because you were over, and so was Damien. Like they had I toys of been Damien. In, I could have been his secret JYD. <laughs> he fucked it all up. I also like. I also like that he's like, "Hey, man, it's not a fucking zoo. Here, put on this hockey mask." It's like, what? yeah, really, yeah, no shit, no shit. <laughs> my point, my point being, Ugh, ridiculous. And by the Fuck. way, 
And in an earlier promo, as I was watching back some of this stuff, you were in the ring with Humper Dink, and you would kind of tease to him first about uh, how you'd have a secret weapon. And you had a bag with you, and you implied that there was a snake in there. And Humper Dink uh. even said, he's got a snake in there or something. He was like, you got to keep him away from that bag. So it's like, you it, clearly it had been mentioned at some yeah, point. Yeah. And then they just moved away from it. Which that sounds it. like what Humper Dink would do. Uh, just feed it, He'd feed into it. Yeah, he probably heard about that oh, whole yeah. thing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's kind of a fun idea, I guess. You know, the whole like, hey, if it's good for him, if he can wear yeah. it on the ring, I'll wear it too. But man, a, a snake would have been way cooler. Part of the feud with Humongous was that he was continuously busting you open. Uh, so this whole thing kind of made oh sense on that level too. Um, and Jake, watching back the film, I'm seeing where you always have a band aid in the same yeah. exact spot on yeah. your head. Yeah. Is that just a wound that wouldn't close, or what was that? No, I, it's just an area that always seemed to get attacked. Okay, <laughs> that's my one weak spot. <laughs> I was like, is is that the spot where Jake gigs? Because yeah. normally you do it up by the hairline, right? No, that's where that's where I go for it. Wow. Okay, just a, like middle of the middle yeah. of the forehead. Yeah, right here. That's gotta hurt like hell, dude. No. 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 Well, it's just funny because anytime I see a picture of you from back in those days, you've always got a bandage right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That was my sweet spot. Um, El, El Corsario will go on to be known in the WWF as Savio Vega and uh, very well respected for his work even to this day. And actually, believe it or not, Jake, 38 years later, he's still involved in wrestling. He was at Backlash with Bad Bunny not too long ago. Um, wow. and, and he gets in the ring sometimes with MLW. Um, Jake, what did you think of El Corsario and uh, Savio as a dude? Oh, I thought Savio was a great guy. He was a good guy. I didn't get a whole lot of time around him, but one time I was around him, he's pretty tight with Taker. And if you're tight with Taker, you're tight with me. If yeah. Undertaker likes you, you're doing something right. Yeah. I got to say, too, even looking back there, uh, you know, seeing him kind of like snap into those lockups with you and stuff. It's like, all right, this dude is small, but he can fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both he and Dutch were selling fear of the DDT during the matches, kind of slipping out of your grip and like they were dodging a bullet there at the last second. Um, how important was your success as a baby face, uh, you know, when it came to people treating the DDT with that kind of respect? Oh, it's fucking enormous. Mm hmm. You know, it's fucking enormous. I've got a hole that evens a fucking, evens a fucking mat, you know? Yep. It actually puts me ahead. <laughs> Walking into the ring, I'm already ahead of you. It's the way, it's the way all finishing maneuvers should be feared. You know? Yes. If it's not the DDT, then it's the figure four. Fucking man, show some fear against it. You know, at least look like you're trying to keep away from it. And that is why the thing with you and Humongous kind of really worked well because, like, you know, he's wearing this mask and your uh, your move that can drop any man all of a sudden yeah. is not able to drop everybody. So yeah. it was a pretty fun angle. Uh, we spoke before about how the DDT turned you babyface because fans are cheering when you'd hit it. Um, Jake, do you think it's possible for a heel to have a hot finisher or is it just impossible? <laughs> It's pretty impossible, man. If you're a heel and you got a hot finisher, brother, you're a fucking baby face. <laughs> Kid yourself. Incredible that all it can take for some guy to kind of make a name for himself is like, man, just come up with a hot move. And all of a sudden, you can start climbing the ladder. Real quick. 
All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break to talk about our new sponsor, Fume, and their incredible product. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or replacing one bad habit with another. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume. They look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. I got my fume in the mail and I was blown away by the amazing flavor. With options like crisp mint, orange vanilla, maple pepper, and more, there's truly something for everyone and every preference. Also, I am definitely a fidgeter and fume scratches that itch as well. It's perfectly balanced, feels great in my hand, and acts as a great stress reliever. Also, it just looks cool. The design includes real wood, a sleek look, and a great shape. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. There's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code SNAKE to save 10% off when you get the journey pack. That's tryfum.com and use code SNAKE to save an additional 10% off your order today. Well, as we approach the end of the month, you've got a number of really big matches happening. First, on November 24th, you're going to challenge none other than the nature boy himself, the NWA world champion Ric Flair, for his title. Uh, we won't be talking about it here because as soon as we finish recording this, we're going to be recording a bonus episode that will be available exclusive, exclusively on adfreeshows.com, and we're going to be watching back that match and talking about it there. So if you guys aren't signed up for ad-free shows, there's never been a better time. You don't want to miss that topic. I've got the artwork here up for our YouTube folks. I mean, just looking at that, that's some Rocky and Apollo shit, dude. I'm pumped up to watch this match. Need <laughs> <laughs> my fucking Band-Aid. <laughs> the Band-Aid is present in that artwork. Uh, go, go out of your way to check out our YouTube and, and take a look at that. Um, our next clip is another notable match as you're going to be taking on a guy who is a young performer, but he's got one hell of a future in wrestling. It's on uh, November 28th, 1985. Let's have a look. Minutes against Jake the Snake and Rob Ricksteiner, and you can find out in a hurry just how hard it is. Jake the Snake trying to clap the forearms <laughs> over the ears. Well, this is a very effective maneuver for Ricksteiner with a low center of gravity and tremendous upper body strength that he possesses. He's really got the bear hug locked in, a very simplistic maneuver, but at the same time, a very physical one. He's got those big arms right under the rib cage. Well, we're seeing the basics in action here for certain. But Jake's not the kind of wrestler that keeps his distance from a man unless he's using it tactically. He'll tie up with you and use that leverage that we've talked about. Well, Rick Steiner was talking to the crowd when he should have been watching his opponent, and Jake Roberts once again used the ropes with a thunderous knee lift. The fans are already on their feet, calling for the DDT. They could sense it, but at that point, it just wasn't right. Jake the Snake did not have Rick Steiner where he wanted him. 
to, and to be frank with you, he's really going to have to put a lot of punishment to this man in order to get him set up for that DDT. Because I'm sure as an amateur, Rick Steiner has had a, a lot of experience with front face locks, which is what sets up the DDT. And Jake caught the ropes, manages to get that foot up in the air, kicked him with that big boot. Jake goes behind. He slips around, yes! DDT par excellence right there. Nobody gets up from that one. Jake Roberts had to reach way down. <coughs> that DDT looked like it fucking killed him, dude. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> you can tell that Rick Steiner's a little bit green here. Uh, he's yeah. just like a little bit stiff, and like yeah. when he took that DDT, he like scorpioned himself. Where like his 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 back like was nice. Like, yeah, it came up to his back. It's like oh fuck, oh yeah. nasty looking. Um, yeah. so yeah, a very muscular young Rick Steiner here. What yeah. do you think watching it back, brother? <laughs> what a what a great feeling to know that uh, I wrestled him at that age. Hopefully, I was able to give him something to think about in the ring. Uh, I'd like to think that he learned something in the match. I'm well, sure he did. I would say so, man. Uh, you know, because, you know, obviously he would go on to have a great career. And, I mean, you were generous with him. Uh, yeah. Even during that short clip, you know, you were yeah. kind of giving him a lot for an enhancement guy. Absolutely. Uh, early impressions of Rick. I mean, impressive physique. Did you see yeah. him? Like, okay, this, this is going to be one of the guys. I didn't see where he'd wind up. Okay. I didn't see it. But I knew that he, he was going to be there somewhere. You knew that he certainly had the tools. I mean, you can look at the guy and know it right away. Um, yeah, he was, he was a future star. Uh, did you feel like his amateur background helped him to pick things up the way that he did? Sure, he used that to his advantage. Uh, Jake, let's settle this one real quick. More than <clears throat> Steiner brother, Rick or Scott? I don't care. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's both, a smart answer. <laughs> they both went my ass. <laughs> That's a smart answer. You got to be around these guys at some point in the future, and they might hear this shit. Um, later in his career, Steiner's going to develop a reputation for being, at times, abusive with enhancement talents, just beating the absolute dog shit out of people once yeah. he gets them in the ring. Um, at, the, at this time, he's the enhancement talent, and like I said, you're being pretty generous with him. Uh, what is your approach when you're dealing with a younger talent? Have you ever been overly physical with, the, with an enhancement guy? No, no, I never have, man. I hope that I never do. Yeah. You know, shame on shame on you. You know, these guys are trying to make a living too, and uh they go out there and they do their damn best. And uh no reason to take a a Sunday shot at somebody that's gonna be there for you anyway. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. That's chicken shit. That's all I know. I always thought it was kind of bullshit, too. These guys yeah, are just coming in here for very low amounts of money yeah. and just getting the absolute shit beat out of them yeah. by some of these these guys. No excuse for it. Even uh, so I've heard where I think it was actually uh, Kevin Sullivan was saying like, hey, like sometimes if a dude is just green, and he's not cooperating with you in the ring. Like I'll, I'll give him some nasty shit to wake yeah. him up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. But that's give, give him a shot that lets you know it can be real and you could die. You, know? <laughs> you could die. Fear, you want the fear of God, that motherfucker, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
There's a great clip of Kevin Sullivan out there double stomping a job guy in the chest because the dude wasn't cooperating with him. And holy shit, it is nasty. <laughs> Um, well, we're going to wrap up the month the following day in a steel cage match between yourself and Lord Humongous in the Sam Houston Coliseum in front of a red hot crowd. Uh, before we check out the clip, I want to ask Jake, there really wasn't much interaction between you and Humongous leading up to this big match. The angle is mostly centered around you and your new plan with the hockey mask. Uh, the lack of interaction is not something we see very often in wrestling today. Normally guys are like, you know, coming at each other in some way or another. Uh, do you feel that this was a missed opportunity or the correct approach for that territory? I think for the territory it worked at the time. Okay. Know, it was what was needed. They wanted something hot quick. Gotcha. And uh, Lord Humongous was pretty great. <laughs> yes. He was pretty great. You willing, can... but willing, but great. You can see it with the guy. Like, he's huge and, uh, you know, it certainly has the right look and everything for wrestling. But watching back some of this film, I'm like, okay, Jake has got his work cut out for him with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like pushing a wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was with one wheel off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. It's time to take a couple minutes to discuss one of my favorite sponsors to talk about and a service my wife and I have absolutely fallen in love with. It's America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Forget about those trips to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. With business schedules and a toddler running around, my wife and I had fallen into kind of a rut when it came to our meals. It was easier to just cook the stuff we had always been cooking and were familiar with than it was to explore new recipes and get all the ingredients and scramble to get it all cooked and put it on our table. HelloFresh does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-portioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step -step recipe cards. With so many in-season ingredients, you'll taste all the freshness of fall in every bite of HelloFresh's chef-crafted recipes. Produce travels from the farm to your door for peak ripeness that you can taste. HelloFresh provides more than just meals, too. Turn to HelloFresh Market for yummy add-ons and enjoy the season's limited-time fall flavors lineup. Feast on desserts like the apple cider cake with caramel sauce, or please a crowd with appetizers like the barbecue pulled pork nachos. And don't forget the mini pumpkin cheesecake, which is the perfect way to treat yourself. In our latest shipment, my wife and I got the cheddar stuffed meat loaves, and let me tell you, it was truly a restaurant quality meal. My wife normally does not enjoy meatloaf, but she absolutely loved the recipe, and she really loves that it takes just 10 minutes to prep. We made it together and cut the prep time down even further. Then we got to sit down and enjoy a high quality meal that came to our door. We all know that HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime, but did you know that it can also save you money? HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout, so that means you get an easy home cooked meal on the table and more money back in your pocket. If you haven't tried HelloFresh, you're truly missing out on great food and you're losing money on expensive takeout. It's time, guys. Don't wait any longer to start enjoying the best ingredients of the fall season. And don't waste any more money or valuable time to get a delicious meal. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50snake and use code 50snake for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50snake and use that code 50snake. You'll save 50% plus you'll receive free shipping on America's number one meal kit.
Well, as we can hear from the audience in our final clip, whatever you guys are doing was working, uh, you know, even even with kind of like a limited uh, interaction on the way there, because this crowd is just in a frenzy. There's no commentary, so I'm going to narrate the action. Let's go ahead and drop in on the final minutes of it. Okay, Jake is going for his DDT here. Nails it. Well, on paper, this should just be the end of the match as soon as we began it here. Cover is humongous and humongous kicks out strong and does like the Michael Myers sit up in the ring. Uh oh. Jake is tangling the ropes and he's taking some headbutts right on that uh, that weakened spot where he always needs his band-aids. spot. Oh, fuck. It's too late for band-aids. We need super glue after this shit. We need something, brother. I got a good one going. Yeah, you are bleeding an absolute gusher in this match. And we've got... If you're going to do it, do it right. I'll tell you what, you're you're nailing it here. Was it typically a shot of whiskey before you went out there if you knew you were bleeding? No. No? Yeah. I always heard that guys like to kind of thin their blood. Yeah, that's because they like whiskey. <laughs> shot to the gut. He drops a chair. And Jake drops him and his mask with a DDT right on the chair. Three count. Well, Jake is stumbling, but he's victorious. Oh, there's a chair shot for the nightmare. Get the fuck out of here, bud. And then Jake fails. Probably a smart move. Okay, get killed in there. Motherfucker's cutting me with a razor blade. What the fuck? Uh, Jake, probably one of the most iconic matches of your feud with Humongous, this cage match. I've seen that yeah. footage an awful lot. Um, I mean, watching it back is a good memory yeah. or tough memory? A sweet memory. Yeah. A sweet memory, man. Yeah. Uh, we, him and I have had the opportunity here in the last couple of years to get together a couple of times and go fishing, you know, and uh, I had a real good time. You and Humongous? Yeah, yeah, man. We went out. Well, we went a couple of places, man. We went up to Minnesota and ended up there one year. And then the next time we went down to Texas and did some striper fishing. I'm kind of hung up on that striper fishing. I love that stuff. I love that stuff, man. What is this? So I'm not a fisher. What is striper? Is that just a type of fish? It's a striper bass. It's a bass, okay. the bass family, but uh, they get extremely large. Oh, okay. You know? Got to feel good pulling one of those big bastards out. Well, the biggest are like forty to fifty, I think. So, holy shit! But you catch it, you catch a twenty pounder, brother. You caught something with that, with those bastards like wriggling around trying to oh get free too. Oh my god, too. brother! Fuck you have no idea back. how much how much fucking fun it is. Damn! All right, I gotta go fishing, dude. Yeah, I have to get you to go with me, man. Hell yeah, I'm in. Uh, well, look, Jake, we're approaching the end. I just got a couple more questions here. Yeah. Not a lot of people look big <sighs> compared to you. You're a big dude, but holy shit, Jeff Van Camp is just a monster. Oh, he is, man. Uh, do you like being the smaller guy in the match and doing a lot of the bumping around, or do you prefer being sure. a big man? Sure. I yeah, you're I good with the bumping? I can, I can control the match with that. I gotcha. You know. I hope our listeners heard what you just said. It's, you know, on paper, it's the the guy who's bumping you is is in control. But really, the guy who's bumping is controlling all of the action. That's it, man. 
It's it's ain't nothing happens till I make it happen, motherfucker. This is the kind of wisdom you get here on the snake pit. Um, Jake, this match takes place on Thanksgiving Day in 1985. Um, Arn Anderson on his show has mentioned uh, that there is these are some of the most important days of the year. We're off in the biggest shows. Can you speak? Can you speak on the significance of these holiday shows? Oh yeah, they're all uh, they're blown out. You know, Bill throws them a bone, makes it special. They were always good houses, man. You know, probably double the size of your normal crowd. Folks finished dinner, and uh, you know, back in those days, I don't think fo- you know there were a million football games on. I think it was probably no. only one game, so they were looking for some shit to do after dinner. And- Something to do, man. Get out of the house. And this was it, brother. Um, and this is it for for our uh, episode this week. God knows there's plenty to discuss when it comes to you and Humongous, and we'll we'll cover it all as we uh, continue the story of your time in Mid South. Uh, next week we are uh, on to something that uh, I know is probably not your fondest memory, but it's certainly something that fans look forward to. It's Halloween Havoc 1992. You're gonna spin the wheel and make the deal with Sting. We're gonna watch back those vignettes. We're gonna check out that shitty coal miners glove match. Uh, so it's gonna we'll make fun of it jake we'll, have, we'll make it a good time and guys want to remind you if you're looking to attract that 25 to 54 year old male demographic to your product or service why haven't you gone to advertise with snake.com jake is a household name to this day he's still with aew he's still out making the towns he's still out signing autographs shaking hands and you can get him to put over your product or service to the exact audience that you're targeting if you need some evidence that it works, just listen to our show. We routinely advertise for the same businesses because they know that what we do works. Head to AdvertiseWithSnake.com and team up with the Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts today. JakeTheSnakeShop.com is your destination for rare signed collectibles straight from the man himself. Autograph figures, shirts, 8x10s, and much more. You guys have got to check out the custom sculptures of Jake made by Sin Bodhi. They're available now. They're all signed by the Hall of Famer himself. Uh, he's got that awesome Greek-style statue. He's got these really cool like busts, heads that you can put on your, your desk. Um, I mean, they're just such cool pieces to your collection. And like I said, Jake is signing every single one of them. So, I mean, you want to talk about a cool, rare sign collectible? That's the one. Again, it's jakethesnakeshop.com. Add a new centerpiece to that wrestling collection of yours. Get over to cameo.com slash jakesnake for a personal message from the Hall of Famer himself. Here's a recent review that Jake got from Eric. I could not have asked for a better cameo. Jake was awesome, and it was super funny and entertaining. Love you, Jake. Guys, if you're a lifelong fan of Jake the Snake Roberts, you've got to get a cameo from him. Again, it's cameo.com slash Jake Snake. Nobody puts in more effort or time or thought into these cameos than Jake does. It's honestly a great experience. Go and order yours right now. Fall has brought that cold weather, but you can greet it with style at the Snake Pit page on boxofgimmicks.com. Awesome hoodies, sweatshirts, long sleeve shirts, hats will keep you looking fashionable this fall. And if you're a fan of 80s and 90s wrestling, you're going to love the style. You know, I mentioned that we've got the new Cruel But Fair shirt over there at boxofgimmicks.com. Well, we also added a hoodie and a baseball shirt. So you got the long sleeves with the baseball shirt. Hoodie, of course, is going to keep you warm, and it's all in that awesome mid-south 1985 style that jake made so popular again it's the snake pit page at boxofgimmicks.com get over there and check it out i think you're going to find something you'll like check us out on youtube at youtube.com forward slash at snake pit pod for short clips from our show highlights and some exclusive content 
We also recently did a giveaway for subscribers there. We're going to keep doing them. We're talking about signed action figures. We're talking about signed cards. And all you have to do to be eligible is get over there right now. Like, subscribe, hit that notifications bell, and you're in. Not just for the next giveaway that we do, but for every future giveaway that we do over there, you will be eligible. Again, get over to youtube.com forward slash at snake pit pod. Subscribe today. Also, if you've enjoyed our podcast, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review on all platforms. That helps Jake and I out a whole bunch. And just a reminder, you can get The Snake Pit and all of our other shows in our network early and ad-free over at adfreeshows.com. It starts at just $9 a month. That's less than 15 cents an episode each month. I mean, you want to talk about getting some value, that's it. Plus, the higher tier you go, the more stuff you get. We've mentioned it here on the show before. I'm going to mention it again. I do the Hacksaw Hour with Hacksaw Jim Duggan himself over there. We do two episodes per month. One is a mailbag series where we'll take listener questions, and the other is we'll focus in on a particular topic, just like we did with Jake here, Mid-South, October and November of 1985. I did Fall Brawl 1994 with Jim, where we talked about him and Steve Austin. Uh, We did Team Canada, where we talked about Jim turning his back on America while he was with WCW. And there's plenty more to go. So seriously, if you guys like what I'm doing here, you're going to love being a member at adfreeshows.com. Go and check it out right now. Catch Jake on X at Jake Snake DDT on Instagram at Jake the Snake DDT and on Facebook at Real Jake the Snake. Follow me at Marcus P D'Angelo on X and you can follow the podcast at Snake Pit Pod on all social media platforms. Guys, this was an absolute blast looking back at Mid South 1985 with Jake again, and we are going to continue taking looks back next week again. It's Halloween Havoc 1992, and it's sure to be a hell of an episode. So see us next week right here on the Snake Pit. Hey guys, Eric Bischoff here to talk to you about my friends over at SaveWithConrad.com. Are you looking to get out of debt? Conrad and his team can make that happen faster than me firing the hockey talk man. Wow. And you know that controversy creates cash, right? Do you know what doesn't create cash? Credit card debt. Save with Conrad can help you consolidate high interest credit cards and all of your other debt into one low monthly payment. They can even help you get the cash you need for home improvements or anything else. They've helped 83 weeks listeners save 500, 600, 700, even $800 a month. Seriously, your papers are going to go down faster than nitro ratings in 2000. Ouch! And how about this? No house payments for two months. That's right, no house payments for two months. And unlike the dirt sheets, man, the reviews do not lie. With over 1,000 five-star reviews, find out for yourself how much Conrad and his team can save you by checking out SaveWithConrad.com today. Be grateful you did. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo!